0: It's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado. Here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome in to the Mining Stock Daily morning briefing. This is Trevor Hall. Today is Wednesday, July 26th. The price of gold rose $10 from Monday's afternoon's Globex closing price after shooting up during eastern hemisphere trading hours on reports that weakness in China's economy might trigger more money printing there. Price was slammed right after the AM London price fix, bounced and then was slammed again right before the COMEX open. After yo-yoing a bit, the price shot up from $1953 to a high of 1967 and settled the afternoon trading session at 1966. The only explanation the mining stock journal can offer for the big bounce during the US hours is for those who use COMEX futures to speculate directionally on the gold price believe that tomorrow's Fed funds rate hike will be the last one. Silver rose 35 cents from yesterday, though it trended higher overnight in the trading channel and had a high degree of volatility. Silver closed the afternoon session at $24.85. The mining stocks responded positively to the price action in the metals as the GDX rose 1.5% and by far outperformed all of the broad stock market indices except the Sox. The Mining Stock Journal noted the GDX has now bounced off and up from its 50-day moving average and said that the chart technically looks pretty good. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment. But first, a quick word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is developing the casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. Casino consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Speaking of Yukon, Fireweed Metals has reported their first assays from the 2023 field season at the McMillan Pass project and says the first 18 holes have successfully confirmed the connection between Boundary Main and Boundary West. Hole three intersected 72 meters of massive sulfide grading 6.5% zinc, 3% lead, and 97.8 grams per ton silver. That is interpreted to be a successful test of the conceptual feeder zone target. Hole one intersected sphalerite and galena mineralization with a 38 meter intercept of semi-massive sulfide correlated with the stratiform layer of mineralization grading 9.12% zinc, 1.5% lead and 52.6 grams per ton silver. The company says additional step-out drilling in the area between the boundary main and boundary west zones has continued to intersect wide intervals of zinc lead mineralization with assays pending. Fireweed Metals trades on the venture with FWZ and on the OTCQB with FWEDF. Integra Resources announced results of 21 drill holes from its stockpile drill program at the Delamar Project in Idaho. At Delamar North, drilling returned 0.53 grams per ton gold equivalent over 120 meters. At Florida Mountain, drilling returned 0.74 grams per ton gold equivalent over 53 meters and included a one and a half meter interval of nine grams per ton gold equivalent. The company has released 176 drill holes of the 321 completed during the 12 and a half thousand meter stockpile drill program, which was completed in April. Integra intends to release an updated mineral resource estimate for Delamar in Q3, which will include the stockpile and backfill mineralized material. In Q4, the company plans to submitting the mine plan of operations at Delamar, which represents a major de-risking milestone for the project. Integra Resources trades on the venture with ITR and on the NYSE American with ITRG. Dakota Gold says it has completed its metallurgical testing validation drill program at the Richmond Hill Gold Project, ahead of schedule and under budget. All holes have been logged, sampled and shipped off for initial assays. A total of 29 drill holes were completed for the program and included a fresh round of assay results reported this morning. Those included two grams per ton over 19.8 meters and 2.37 grams per ton gold over 11 meters. Several holes exceeded the thickness and grades of the model indicating there are untested parts of the system that are open along strike and at greater depth than previously understood. The company says these results have provided new insights into major structures controlling brecciation and gold mineralization. This knowledge has provided new direction for step-out drilling in known breccia bodies to the north of the current drilling and for new exploration drilling under the younger sedimentary cover in the carbonate camp area. Dakota Gold trades on the NYSE American with the symbol DC. In Adventist Mining and Salazar Resources, as the first of two phases of the environmental and social impact assessment consultation activities for the ELDOMO project is complete. The completion of this phase represents the midway point for the final stage of the ESIA approval process, which started in June. The next step is to be issued a public summary report, which is expected to be released in August, followed, followed by a final phase of consultation activities. The participants continue to expect approval of the environmental license from the government of Ecuador in the second half of this year. Subject to this approval and final funding arrangements, El Domo construction activities are also expected to start in the second half. Adventist Resources trades on the Venture Exchange with ADZN and on the OTCQX with ADVZF Salazar Resources Trades on the Venture with SRL and on the OTCQX with SRLZF. All right, that's a wrap here this morning on Mining Stock Daily and with the Morning Briefing. We have a very busy day today, so lots of corporate updates will be published throughout the day, so stay tuned. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.